Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Miner and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process, educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes, as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast. Welcome back for a very exciting episode today. Uh, we've had a very special guest come on tonight. We've invited on. We've been trying to get him on very for the last how many weeks, Andrew? Six, eight, ten weeks probably. With <laughs> multiple least. pestering. <laughs> multiple pestering on Instagram and tagging him and annoying the uh, absolute crap out of him. He's managed Finally to agree and come for a chat. Now, this guy is super, super passionate about what he does. He is the expert in his area loves building decks, loves talking about decks, anything to do with decks, loves it. So it. we started in by the first question and asking him, how much does the typical desk deck cost? All right, so we have Jono here from J. Clark Construction. I want to run through a couple of things. He's the expert of decks and uh, <laughs> we've been trying to get him on for the last however long, but he's managed, to, he's managed <laughs> to finally give in this peer pressure. <laughs> Look, um, yeah, but, definitely gave in. First of all, I want to get into a conversation about um, seeing as you do a lot of decks, there's a lot of common questions that I know I get asked a few things and I'm sure you would too. And the first one I want to jump into is basically what, well, how much the deck costs? A lot of people always ask this and what are some of the considering factors that people sort of need to, you know, think about when it does come to building a deck? Yeah, uh, huge. Like, uh, like Andrew says, it's like how, how long is a piece of string? Um, main factors like you get clients come in and they're asking uh, how much is a deck potentially going to cost there's so many factors the size of the deck uh where it be located as in on a hill flat surface second story on a concrete slab near the ocean things like that and they are massive factors in potentially the broad spectrum of how much it's going to cost um a bow rating zone as well um so bush fire zone if you're close to uh, bush obviously you've got to use different materials um, what sort of materials you're wanting to use, so as in decking-wise, and um, if you're wanting to go all the bells and whistles, as in using protection on, you know, your frame, if you're wanting to use stainless steel, um, composite hardwood, uh, breaker boards, lights, all those kind of things, and they all obviously change the scale of what you're going to be end, up, end result going to be paying for. Yeah, for sure. And do you have, like, some people go, oh, can you just, just give us a price, mate? Like, can't you just give us a price? Like, nah, you, you shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, man, every every day you go to quote like, oh, before you go, what what do you reckon it's roughly going to cost? I'm like, well, wouldn't have a clue. Like, there's always obviously a big rough cost, you know, or around twenty thousand for this sort of thing. Um, but you end up, you know, putting your foot in it if you give them a roundabout price. You're sitting there, you're quoting, and you're starting to write everything down. You're going, oh, I told them around twenty thousand. This is getting to 22, 23. And then you sort of got that feeling inside where you go, shit, when I tell them it's going to be 25, they're going to be filthy. Um, so, like, oh, I end up just telling them I'm old school. I go home, I put it on grid paper, draw the whole thing out and work out exactly how many joists you're going to need, how many bearers, uh, how much decking, da 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 and how long it's going to take. I just don't work off a square metre eight. Bigger companies do, um, you know, pumping them all out as quick as they can. Uh, I find doing it this way, I don't put my foot in it and overcharge or undercharge the client. So 
Yeah. Yeah. And explain that process to me more. Cause so many, I like that, how you said that. Cause so many people, you know, you, you go, Oh, I think it's going to be X. Like everyone, every one of us has done it in the past. And like you just said, you get mm. to that process where you start working things out and then you feel bad because you feel like you're letting your client down because 100%. you're giving them the price and you've already told them one mm. thing. And you know, it's, it's really hard to, to gauge unless someone physically sits there and takes in all them determining factors you were talking about and then actually mm. sits there and works it out properly and, and goes back and say, right, here, here it is. Here's all the information we need and away you go. So yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's, it's hard because you, you feel obliged, like, like one, they do the whole, oh, I won't hold you to it. They're always going to hold you to it. Um, unfortunately, because it's like, you've got a blanket or around 20,000. So in their head, they go inside, they talk about it going, oh, you know, Jono said it was going to be about 20,000. That's good. Now we've got enough to do the glass. We've got enough to do this, 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 and this. You go home and you look at your material list and you've gone, oh, great. Tree to pine's gone out. That's good news. <laughs> yeah, 20% in the past um, two days. <laughs> watch you. And then the, they, clients don't believe you. Yeah. I'm telling you, hand out a quotation and I'm like, look, I'll hold on to my 30 days for you. But it is going to be so hard. It's so it's fluctuating like this, and it's mainly going like this. And they they, they look at me going like they don't believe me. It's like a sales technique, and I'm like, it's not. Um, but yeah, you sort of got to sit down and go. All these things like access is huge as well. Like front of a house, if you're right next to that trailer, is you know ten times better than being out the back down the hill, you know, and getting it all. You got to get everything out there every day, everything back, all those kind of things. Um, take those into factor and work out exactly what the deck's going to do. Ring them or send them, the, you know, the email, da, 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 da. And then listening to them, if you give them an estimate and you hear, oh, and you're like, oh, shouldn't have gave them an estimate, like yeah. at the beginning. Um, and look, at the end of the day, uh, you do obviously, I've got it a bit easier compared to you guys because all I'm quoting is decks. So my prices are normally bang, bang, everything in my head quite easy. You've got a broader spectrum spectrum going i need to know all this so here i am i go this this and this and this and a deck is pretty simple in the some state you know in some ways you know there's always sometimes you hit something and you're like oh shit what should i do there but if you're doing it every day it gets pretty common um but quoting that is getting a lot quicker obviously for me but when you've got someone asking for a deck and they're expecting to pay five thousand dollars and you ring them and you go oh you know it's 25 and it's such a letdown because something took so long to quote you know what i mean obviously with you quoting houses renovations it, it would kill you do a massive big quote and then someone expecting this and it's going to cost this and yeah you end up wasting so much time um but that, that's that's the industry you know what i mean unfortunately yeah, and I think you just put interesting topic too. You, to a people listening, that finding someone who specialises in a very specific area is super, super important. Mm. Like what Jono just said, you were saying, you know, there's things that you've worked out, you've done that many of them, you get to a point where you know what it's going to cost, mm. how long it's going to take, and and you can like get to a point where you just click your fingers and like, yep, 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 sweet. You, you know what, like you still got to work it out, but it, it yeah. just, because you, you're doing it so many times, the product, the improvement of the quality gets better every time. Like it just, everything gets better and better each time. And for people who are doing, you know, looking for builders who are building decks or whatever it be, I think it's really important that they find somewhere 
that someone specifically deals with that area because they're going to get a top-notch product and they're going to know what mm. it's going to cost before it starts too. Like you saying that, like your, your clients aren't going to call me and go, hey, can I get a small renovation? I wouldn't expect them to because one, I'm going to take longer. Two, I'm not going to have the connections as in with my suppliers. Like my prices with suppliers, what I use, I would expect are a lot better than others because I'm getting it so much. Um, you're going to be quicker in that renovation because your boys are more um, familiar with that. Um, so if they hit a speed bump, they're like, oh, we did that only last week on this renovation. Me, my boys might be like, oh, shit, when was the last time we did that, you know? So finding, obviously, a specialist, like you're saying, in that field is beneficial for that client uh, to look at because in the long run, one, they're going to hopefully, you know, I can say for myself, yes, uh, but hopefully get a better product, uh, better end result, uh, faster and hopefully more affordable, you know what I mean? Instead of just getting a builder come in and go, oh, take a stab in the duck. Oh, it's going to be 35,000. And he's just put a big margin out of it, like 30, 30% or something. Um, so yeah, definitely like, I, I can't remember the last time I did a renovation. Like, um, or even to be honest, besides my place, hang a door. Like, <laughs> don't do it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and you guys probably do it blindfolded, you know? So, mm. Yeah, don't ask, to build, don't ask us to build a deck to your standard, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it much slower anyway. <laughs> I went pretty slow sometimes. <laughs> With all the Instagram yeah, posts. Just, like... I, saw that, I saw that job you were doing the other day when you got up the retainer wall and over the fence and up the back. And as you were talking about access yeah. before, Looks like it was a. Looks like it was a. It was a fifty meter from the road. Fifty meters from the road to where the deck was, and it had to be an elevation change. It must have been like. It's nuts. Oh, it was a joke. Lucky enough, we've got a work experience kid working with us. <laughs> you always <laughs> roast him. What's <laughs> roasting? Poor, poor, poor kid. Poor so like, we've had probably three in the last take a month and a half, and this poor kid. The last one had framing, so like doing the subframe, which was pretty fun. You can only really like, you know, put some blocks in, bugle and things like that. Um, the last one before that, he had the finishing product. So, you know, picture frames and stuff. So he was pretty much just standing around a bit, bit boring for him. And this one here, poor Josh. Oh, God. His cars would be like this right now. He's carried all the bag of concrete out with Timmy and Cody, um, all the timber. Here I am. I'm just like, oh, I'm just planning this out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just measuring this here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Still looking at the same spot, yeah. John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll get this. I'll get the next one. Yeah, one at a time. <laughs> but yeah, that that's huge. That's a massive factor. And like you said, you saw that, um, like access. Oh, people don't understand it. They're like you've just got to go do it. Like this gentleman we're working for now, I can guarantee if he, if he did or didn't get other quotes, they would have been huge because people like people are lazy. They don't want to take those jobs on. Um, and they turn around, they're just like, Oh, you know, this is the price. And then that's the worst thing. It gives us, us as trades a bad name for people coming in, throwing absolute ridiculous prices out there. Um, instead of just going home, spending that little bit of time, getting a price pretty much bang on and giving that to the client and going, is this what you're looking to spend? Because it is very hard, like quoting, I like I say, a Bentley going, well, you want all the bells and whistles, the best composite, I believe, low deck, all stainless steel fixing. And the client turns around and goes, oh, I wasn't expecting to pay that. Okay, well, what sort of budget are you trying to work with? And some clients go, 
well, I'm not telling you that. And I'm like, well, oh, it's, it's so hard. And with use, it's 10 times harder because you've got allowances in all these areas. What do you want to spend? And they, they think you're trying to buddy, yeah. you know, yeah. rob them. We've about this before, yeah. Where people, <laughs> we implore people on this, on this show to be open and honest with you. Find a builder, find a builder or, a, or, a, or an expert trade that you're going to mm. use and be, find them and be able to trust them. And then yeah. be open with them, open and honest about everything, including budget. Budget is the most important thing you need to be you need to be honest about because if you're not honest with your tradesperson or your builder about that, then you're not going to get the product you're after, and you're not going to yeah. get the service that you want either. Like it's just, it is so critical. And it's, like, it's way to just super lead, lead them in a direction. Like it's like you know we can build you a hundred thousand dollar deck, or we can build you a twenty thousand dollar deck. Like yeah. And- Oh, and I, I do, I do have a thing where uh, it's a, a, an analogy that we like to use, um, and some people get a bit snotty on it. But I'm like, if you were to go bad now because no one can travel, but if you were, if you were to go into a travel agent and go, look, I want to go on holiday, and then the client, uh, you know, the travel agent sitting there going, okay, where would you like to go? And they're like, oh, well, we'd like to go somewhere overseas. Oh, okay, sweet, no worries, and they're writing it down. They turn around and they go, okay, we've booked you a holiday to Dubai, first class, staying here, here, and here, and here, and it's come to X, Y. And they go, oh, well, we're only expecting to go, you know, overseas to New Zealand. Um, and we only wanted to stay, stay here at a two, three-star hotel. And you're going, well, this is where I need to know what your budget is to understand what I can put into that budget to meet that. It doesn't necessarily mean we can get to that mark, but know that I'm not allowed to go past it in what I'm offering you. Um, some clients look at you and go, you're just trying to rip me off. I, I'm trying to save myself time, you time, and f- making the client feel a bit you know, silly when you're offering them a $100,000 deck and they have a heart attack when they're only wanting a treated pine deck, you know, so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's analogy. a very good, yeah, very good analogy. Oh well, I thought so. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's good. It's it's a guide. It's just a guidance thing. Like it's just it's purely to direct them in a way that you know. And I think like how you explain that that is great education for people who don't understand that. You know, there are people out there who try and rip people off, and that does give us you know the small one percent a bad yeah. name for like you said for a lot of us. But it's it's purely just to steer them in a direction to say, hey, look, this is where we can head. You know, what do you want to do? And gives it gives them options. Mm. rather than doing what you just said so and clarity too like it's clarity and certainty if you can be able to give people if people can get clarity and certainty then they're much much happier in life in mm. all right well going i want to talk about what products you use and what products you recommend to people mm. um and then what maintenance is required depending on obviously what product so what's first yeah, common that you use um, so I have a tendency of rambling as you've already realized. So if I get chatting too much on a thing and you go and shut the hell up, you're boring as batshit, just say, John, I cut it and I'll stop. Um, it's like John spoke for three seconds. Well done. No. Um, <laughs> it's more, more looking at, I get clients and I'm not kidding. 90% of them, like if this week, what are we on? We're on Thursday. I've probably done, oh, maybe eight, eight quotes or so uh, sent out. Um, probably 90% of those clients straight up, honestly, just want hardwood at the beginning. 
they're always like looking for a hardwood deck da, 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 da. and you're like okay cool no worries hardwood awesome i get a feel on the phone by going you know look uh is there a reason you want hardwood and i'm not kidding so many times they turn around and go well i don't want that composite crap and i'm like okay no worries that's fine um is there a reason why well bob down the road told me it fades it stains it's crap it's this and i'm like okay cool well there's over you know 200 composite brands around ranging from here to here you've just got to find the one up here that fits in your budget and by doing that i believe composite is the way to go um i i became a chippy for a reason because i love timber absolutely love it i love the look of it the feel of it you know cutting it those kind of things and what you can do with it to make a product look you know at the end um the problem you have is sorry to say lazy clients that won't keep the maintenance up which each timber you know varies each hardwood not talking about softwood we'll get rid of that treated pine that doesn't happen anymore but um hardwood so you got your heart you got your merbau most common from indonesia um we i probably did one last year i think all up and to be honest with you we had problems with that decking um the client i advised him you're looking about every six to nine months i'd be sealing it to, because of where he was located that deck was in the sun non-stop um and he'd contacted me at about five months saying it's fading and i was like give it a drink you got to put oil into it you got to keep smashing it and like uh he's turned around he's like i don't want this crap i want no low maintenance and i'm like well i've explained to this to you in the beginning that hardwood comes with maintenance unfortunately depending on where you are if you've got a yeah if you've got a roof on it it's going to be less maintenance but sun can come in from the side so those edges can potentially fade so clients are going well i don't want a product that fades well hardwoods will do that you know obviously you can revive them and bring them back as much as you want but it ends up becoming more of a chore out the back to stain or oil your deck than enjoying it and spending time on it um so what we look at is and we i give these analogies to clients and go your budget's this like we spoke about we can potentially fit it in if we use this product which we use trex uh, T-R-E-X, uh, to composite. It comes with a limited 25-year warranty. Um, it's it's pretty damn big warranty on the market. Um, the shell on it is strong as an ox and you don't have to worry about maintaining it. Now, obviously, there is low maintenance on it, which is washing and cleaning and things like that. Um, but the whole factor of going... Yeah, yeah. Like anything, you, anything you put down at all, you have to, you have to clean it, so... Yeah, hundred percent, and that's where with uh, when you've got a client going, you know, I want a low maintenance deck. Well, then straight away throw away that hardwood. The hardwood is gonna it's, it's like a it's like a second kid. No. <laughs> you have you have to keep it up, and if you it's sort of one of those things where it gets to the point if you're not uh, giving it, you know, it's oil, it starts fading, or people like that look, but then how's that timber gonna last? um so yeah i don't know if i really answered that question what you wanted but no, that, that was good and uh, you touched on a point about treated pine why don't you do treated pine anymore uh softwood so softwood uh i use this as like a sponge so you throw a bit of treated pine down and i have samples in the trucks where i show the clients going this is my softwood hardwood and composite softwood you could drop a bit of timber on it and it will ding okay obviously it can swell out and it can potentially not look as bad because when it grabs moisture it swells it expands and contracts both ways you know um 
it grabs mold quicker. Um, it doesn't last. It's nowhere near. You go get it from Bunnings. It's got knots all the way through it. Um, it's cheap as chips, but it will stain. If, if you've got a dog, that's a massive one. If you've got a dog and it decides to keep pissing in the corner, that thing's going to hold that smell forever, like no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, hardwoods will do the same sort of thing, but you've got a lot lot more pisses in it. Um, <laughs> but it's more going, um, your treated pines, we're going a little bit off topic when I say this, but I turn around to a client and ask them, are you living here for the next five years? Are you living? Are you flipping this house? So you're, the market's great right now. Are you just doing this to make it look good and then get out, let the person have the problem the next owner? Or are you looking, is this 10 to 15 year sort of house? When clients are turning around going, you know, I'm only flipping the house. Well, I advise going a Merbau or hardwood. So then the, when they sell it, you're going, you're at a hardwood entertainment area. People are like, oh, hardwood. Because um, it's just been but, done and freshly oiled. That looks yeah, good. instead of a bloody shitty tree to pine deck out the back that scratches and everything else like that. Um, I just, my my thing is that I guess we say we're the deck experts. It's like we're not going out there laying a tree to pine deck. A handyman can do that. I'm not being rude to handyman or, you know, a landscaper does tree to pine decks. I try to take a little bit more pride in my work where I want to do some cool stuff. Tree to pine just end result looks like, you know, matchsticks on a deck. Like... Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of clients, I don't really go. To, I use it for screening, so under a deck to enclose it. That's not bad, um, but I don't use it for your top decking at all anymore. So Heavy, heavy traffic mm. area. Yeah. H- how's scratching go, like, with that, with treks or, or, or composites so, in general? Because I, th- I know uh, a lot of concerned about replacing, replacing that kind of stuff. Yeah, so... Um, I won't, I don't really care. Like there's millions out there. There's mod wood, eco deck, new tech wood, bright, all these uh, millboard. Um, my two favorite, I would say, uh, for that are Trex and millboard. Um, Trex is, it's strong as an ox. Like uh, I've seen people put on, um, what do you call it, on their Instagram, I won't mention companies, but where they have a scratch board and they can go, look at this, you can heat it up and it will, come back to looking good i'm like that is that's pretty cool but you do that same scratch with a trex it won't scratch um because it's a such a hard cap you know shell around it um it takes a lot to scratch and i'll I'll be god's honest truth here say we've done just ballpark you know 50 60 trex decks or something um i probably had on the time where we've been working on them three or four decks where i've turned around and gone oh shit there's a little scratch there we must have done that when we're working over the whole thing. And, you know, we're putting tools on it, everything like that. And, yes, if there's it, a little scratch, you can use a heat gun like other products and you can sort of just bend that scratch and it disappears, not even kidding. Um, but it takes a lot to scratch a Trex board. Lower-grade composites, like which, you, to be honest, your Modwood and Eco Deck and things like that, they're up there compared to the other ones. There's a lot worse ones than that. Um, but... I find, and I've seen. I think you've worked with Modwood, correct? Yeah, I have. I've, uh, I've worked with EcoDeck. Yep. EcoDeck, yeah. Yep. So EcoDeck's got a new one that has come out. I haven't used it, but I have seen it does scratch. Not no, it doesn't. It scratches pretty easy compared to Trex. Um, but like your Modwood and the two big ones, Modwood and EcoDeck, they've got good money behind them advertising. Wise, I just don't think they've got 
the technology that Trex has for the scratching, fading, staining, cupping, twisting, mold, everything like that. Like you're looking at using an analogy with cars, Trex is dead set like the Bentley. Um, and then you've got, you know, Modwood Eco Deck a Holden or something, you know. Um, Millboard's up there. It's a different sort of composite. That's a, have you ever heard of Millboard? Yeah, it's an awesome product. Really, Maybe really, really good. Fantastic, yeah. Um, it's really luxurious, if that's the right word to use. Um, it's, not it's as easy to work. Rolls-Royce. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Rolls-Royce. If we're talking cars, it's a Rolls-Royce. Yeah. And it's priced, it's priced like that too. <laughs> oh, like uh, big wide boards. Yeah. They're 176 mil wide, which does look yeah. really, really grand. Um, I just find, honest opinion, uh, their scratch resistant isn't on par with Trex. It looks more real than Trex, yeah. but people have got to understand a composite, that's why they give you like seven colours. Mm. Composite isn't going to go, it's exactly the same as a hardwood. You, you're getting that product that you know that is a, it is a plastic material. Like it's 95% recycled material. Like, and people love it because it, it's got like close to, I think it's, uh, no, uh, they do like 90,000 uh, 90, tonne of recycled plastic and 90,000 tonne of reclaimed hardwood. And that's stopping that going into the, you know, into landfill. Not just um, building decks, saving the environment as well. Save the environment too. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, my memory. right now we'll have a Trex go past. Just for- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sponsored, this episode sponsored by Trex hat. Yeah, I should have one. But yeah, all jokes aside, like I say to clients, I don't, and this sounds naive, I don't care if you go with me or not. I want to give you a product that I want to build a good friendship with you, but I never, ever, ever want to see you again unless it's a Coles or Woolies down the road. Because if I have to come back to this house, it costs me money, gives me a bad name, and I don't care if, you know, for instance, which, you know, big companies can do, I don't care if, say, Trex were giving me money to sell it. I wouldn't sell the product. Uh, I don't care if I was, you know, they were going, do this and you get a free hat, like big freaking whoop. I look and I get all the products. I do my own testings on, like um, people whinge, which you probably got a question you ask about heat on composite. Heat, to me, I believe is like a myth sort of thing. Um, composites do get hotter. Don't get me wrong. They're about five degrees hotter than a hardwood. Um, but if you were to get a hardwood that was oiled and a hardwood that wasn't, that hardwood that is oiled is going to be hotter than it if it wasn't, if that makes sense. Um, same with the treated pine. If the treated pine is not painted, and if it is painted, the one that's painted is going to be shitloads hotter than the one that's not painted. Um, concrete, pavers, everything's hot, but composites are coming with way higher, if you'd say, benefits than a hardwood just for five sort of degrees, five, six degrees hotter. Uh, look, at the end of the day, anything gets hot, and if the kids are having a winter, it's hot, put some freaking thongs on, you know what I mean? Like. If it's if it's that hot Jeez. outside, go, go inside. Like, yeah, like, like if it's that hot and the and the ground's that hot, get off it. Like, yeah, and, <laughs> and but it, it it it's it's right in saying yes, it does get hotter, and I'm not here to say it doesn't, but it definitely Trex is one of the best for that. Like, 
your eco deck, I believe, was one of the hottest when I did tests. Um, Millboard was really good for it. Uh, Trex, the lighter colors were really good. Um, obviously, darker colors draw heat. So when you're planning a deck, if you're having a roof over it, you know, by all means, like if you want to go a nicer dark color, that's fine because it's not going to get as hot. Um, but yeah, lighter colors way better for the heat, way better. Yeah, as you expect. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, I've got heaps of other things I could touch base with you on, but whatever you want to ask, ask me. <laughs> time, time frame was probably the only other thing. Like a lot of people always ask, you know, bathrooms, how long is this going to take? How long is it going to take to build a deck? Mm. And it probably comes down to similar question to yeah, you know price and, and stuff and as well confidence and stuff obviously but um yeah your, your, your biggest one what we said before is access like uh i i don't know if you know the central coast well but um blue bay on the central coast near the entrance uh we had a access there where it was probably close to a hundred meter walk from the front to the back all downhill that's all good and well but when you got to come back up it's all uphill um and it was down tight access on the side that job's going to take longer than a job that's out in front of the house so you've got access the size of the deck this tiny deck it's going to take not long you know if it's a big deck it's going to take longer common sense uh location another thing like for materials so let's say i'm in the heart of you know let's say a city materials should get to you pretty quick on time when you're wanting if you're out in whoop whoop and you're going, um, I'm wanting to get materials. Oh, yeah, well, they'll be there, at, you know, first thing in the morning. Jeez, it's looking like freaking two o'clock. Right, and the truck's empty and you're like, yeah, good one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, got half, it's got half what you need, right? not the first thing you need. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> um, and then weather, like... Geez, you know, you tell a client, and this is where you can put your foot in it so many times. They're like, how long will it be? Oh, we should be out in and out in about five, six days. And the client's like, okay, cool. And then we have two rain days where I'm talking like it's shit rain, torrential. And I'm a strong believer. If it's crappy weather, like it's sprinkling on and off rain and it's getting a bit hard, a bit soft, I'm, I'm not going to work and going to work in there, damage my tools. Uh, one, I don't like putting, you know, footings and leveling and doing all that because it's ugh, it sounds so stupid but it's not a good feeling to work in so you're rushing things you know what mm -hmm. i mean um so weather's a massive thing uh if you know you get rained out for two days we'll expect that job to be two days longer um mm -hmm. where some clients will turn around and be like well you said six days yeah we weren't there for two of them because of the rain you know or so obviously like i said weather and the material you use you know like if we were doing treaded pine um screwing it off really quick with you know say stainless steel screws really quick screw it off done cool put a paint over it, whatever see you later um you're using millboard on the other hand the real high-end composite um it takes a little bit longer to install um and because it's so expensive it's not like what was that measure measurement 3600 sweet bang 34 like are you kidding like you get treaded pine you just <laughs> oh, i'll use that for bracing yeah and billboard you cut that you may as well remortgage your house again um, <laughs> we can't stop one no 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 work experience kids <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. don't even carry them, from the don't even carry them. Yeah. <laughs> just leave it there before we rudely yeah. got kicked off of zoom because of the 40 minute time cap 
Um, John, I just want to touch on one more point before we before we close up. But he was just telling us this about um, what's on an existing deck and people wanting to lay composite. Do you want to explain a bit more about that, Jono? Yeah. So a lot of people, when a lot of clients, when you go to the house, they go, oh, look, we've got an old deck here. We've just bought this property and we want to put some composite on top, lay some composite. I'm like, oh, okay, all good. No worries. Let's have a look at the frame. And you're first up, it's like, oh, well, I wouldn't have built it like that. Okay, no worries, no worries. How long's it been here for? And then the client turns around and says, well, it's been here for 10, 15 years. I'm like, okay, cool, no worries. So I turn around and I say to the client, look, you've got to look that this product's coming composite, Trex is coming with a 25-year warranty. You're expecting that frame to last if another 25 years on top of that 15 years that it's been there for. I'm looking at going, well, if it's the owner that built the deck, it's definitely not going to last, like as in a pre-owner. Um, secondly, composites way heavier than hardwood and treated pine. You know, a 5.48 board weighs around 21 kilos. So you look and go, I'm laying that whole deck with lots of 21 kilos. That's a lot of little kids on there. Um, <laughs> and it weighs, weighs a crap load. So that's got to be able to take that weight. Um, so that's a big thing. And not just going on oh, and slap it on top of an old frame she'll be right and then four years down the track something's wrong that could potentially avoid your warranty because it hasn't been laid correctly or had a frame cor- uh, to go on uh, a good structure a, to sit on a good structure yeah, yeah. Um, correct structure to sit on yeah yeah exactly and probably the last point would be a lot of people turn around asking you you know well initially i have to pay a little bit more for this composite deck in the beginning. Same as solar power. In the long run, it's going to save you money. Um, Initial cost at the beginning, over the years, it's going to save you money. Um, Daniel from DMAC um, in Victoria. So DMAC have a thing on their website, um, and DMAC is a timber supplier, hardware store, such, you know. Um, They have a little diagram slash grid sort of thing showing, you know, a composite deck costs materials this. And then a hardwood deck costs this. Every year, maintenance on that hardwood deck accumulates. Um, the composite deck stays the same price the whole way through. After about three or four years, on an average of a 30 square metre deck, you're paid, you've paid that difference off. And then every year after that, you're saving money. So if to me, if that's not ringing, well, why would I not go that way? I don't know what would. Um, it's definitely a big factor when clients go, okay, well, after three, four years, it's paid off and now I'm saving money and being able to enjoy a deck instead of worrying about it needing to be maintained. So, yeah, that's probably my wrap on composites, hardwoods and decking. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the way to go for sure. Uh, mm. th- thanks for coming on too, mate. Uh, we've been trying to no get for a while, but uh, it was good to have a chat about this. You definitely know your shit about it. Um, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're done now. <laughs> that's all yeah. I've got written down, he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people... Yeah, are... the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> <It's nothing>. <laughs> <laughs> it was all written and printed out for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone give me a Thank script. Mum did it for me. Find my chest down the bottom. <laughs> but no thanks for having us hey i appreciate it as nah. much as the stitch up it's good to have a chat with you know other people that know what they're doing that's the main thing you know you're able to have a good a bit of a bit of banter between each other um but i enjoyed it It was good more than happy to come back whenever you want um and keep yeah. killing it okay you're cool. doing really good if if people are looking for you so where where first of all where are you located 
New South Wales Central Coast. And um, if the best way to get in contact with you? Anything. My um, website, so J Clark Constructions, um, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that. Instagram um, people, know. add him on Instagram. Follow his stories. Yeah, anything like that. So he's always busy. But no, thanks. Thanks heaps again for um, having us on here. It was really good. No worries, Jono. Thanks for your time, mate. Off Thanks to the football train. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. All the best. All right, so takeaways from this week's episode with Jono. Um, number one for me is composite. It sounds like it's the future of decking. I've done a fair bit of it. No, you've done a bit of it too, jo- uh, Joel. But um, Jono was big on the composite and how it uh, will benefit you. Is a little bit more like most technologies. Um, it's a little bit of... Uh, extra investment in the beginning, but over not long uh, over not long's time, it um, gives you back your money and you start saving money. So number two for me is getting the right advice from the right person. So you want to make sure if you've got a heart problem from the doctor or heart problem, you don't want to go see a doctor. You want to see a heart specialist. Same when it comes to building. You don't want to just go see a general builder who builds new houses that does deck that does decks on the side. You want to see someone who does this in and out every day for a job. Um, it's going to benefit you because you're going to get the best outcome. They know how to do that. They know the ins and outs of it and they know exactly how things to go together. So it's going to really help you in that aspect to making right decisions as well. And they can give you the advice and to suit your specific needs. Yeah, for sure. And number three, cost depends on your outcome. Same with renovating. And uh, extending your home decks are no different than your cost or how much it was going to cost overall is going to determine on what you want it to look like in the end. If you want the Rolls Royce, you could expect to pay a bit more for it. If you want, if you want the Hyundai, then you get the cheaper, then you get the cheaper version of it. So yes. hope you enjoyed this week's episode, guys. Yes, I had a rip of time, Andrew. It was good to actually get him on here for the show. Yeah. He does know his stuff. John is he's a legend at that stuff. Yes, he gave into the peer pressure. So we will see you guys all next week. See you guys. Don't forget, guys, um, we've got a, our – come and join our Facebook group, the Builders Don't Kill Their Clients Facebook group. Share the podcast in there to talk about all the topics that we're on. We take a suggestion from you guys on what we could, um, what we can talk about. We'd love hearing that from you guys. Um, any other feedback stuff is awesome as well. We're trying to get make this show as uh, beneficial for you <laughs> as the homeowner or the renovator or looking at doing something with your home. Um, this is this is all for you guys. So any feedback from you guys is greatly appreciated. Also on Instagram as well, we have got a What Builders Don't Tell Their um, yes, Podcast right. Instagram yeah. page as well. So, and if you want to watch any of these back, YouTube, but if you're already watching this, then I'm assuming you found it. So most Probably people have. seem to watch it on the Spotify or, you know, listener apps, all that sort of stuff. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we did. Hit the subscribe button on all your favourite podcast apps. And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up in our DMs. We're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and this week we're brought to you by... Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.